Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for tuning in to the 26th official episode of The Booth with your boy Isaiah. Our special guest today is a mixed martial artist. Her name is Alyssa. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. My pleasure. All right, so I asked you this question before, but we didn't really get into it, okay? You've been put to sleep, if I'm correct. <laughs> yes, many times, many times. And listen, for no one, for the people who haven't been put to sleep, okay, I want you to describe that feeling. What's it like to be put to bed? Okay, well, it's like, oftentimes you think you're good, you're defending a choke, everything's okay, and then you wake up five minutes later. <laughs> okay, now five minutes is an exaggeration, <laughs> but you wake up like a minute later and like, oh shit, did I tap? And the person's like, no, you did not fucking tap. <laughs> and it's actually, like, really peaceful. It doesn't hurt, but you definitely feel, like, a weird, like, nappy, groggy feeling mm, afterwards. Kind of like a little hangover a bit. Yeah, almost. Yeah, because, like, I did karate for 13 years. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't do too much chokeholds. We were obviously a lot more standing and, like, full-on okay. contact. I almost got put to sleep one time, but, like, I barely tapped because we were doing a training. Okay. And I remember the feeling of, like, losing losing myself, you know? Like, it's almost like the blinders are coming yeah, yeah, yeah. on. And you're, like, just tapping for dear life. And by accident, I did that to my boy, and he dropped like that. Really? So have you ever, like put someone to bed for a little bit too long like no i've no? never put anyone out i'm always the one that goes out because I'm, I'm stubborn and i don't like to tap you don't like to tap okay so I like when that. it's a choke and i know i'm just gonna go unconscious like not, my arm's not gonna break or anything like i'll try to my like to like prolong it prolong i'll it? really try to you're one of those out. when they're yelling at you to tap and yeah. you're just not tapping okay unless my arm's gonna break then i'm I'll okay. tap, but like if it's a choke, I like to let it go. Sometimes a bit too far. <laughs> so, literally, just from this conversation, you love contact. So, tell me how you came into martial arts. Because from what we just said, I'm sure a lot of people are like, "Why the fuck would you ever want to go to sleep? Like, why would you ever want your <laughs> bones insane. broken?" Yeah, this girl's absolutely insane. So, why did you want to get into mixed martial arts? So, I started like I was watching. I remember I came home for work, from work to eat lunch one day. And I saw like this lead up to the Ronda, Ronda Rousey Holly Holm fight. Oh, that was a great fight. Yeah, so it wasn't actually that long ago. It was like 2015. Yeah. Nah, I remember that fight. So I saw I saw like the UFC like the lead up. They do this big cinematic like. Right, uh, right. And I was like, holy shit, Ronda Rousey's a badass. And I, I was like, I'm gonna be like this girl. I have to be like this girl. And so I Googled like kickboxing in the West Island or whatever. And I found this gym, and I went and I signed up. And initially, I started doing kickboxing more to learn like self-defense. Okay. And then I stayed after kickboxing one day, and someone was like, "Yo, you should try this jujitsu class." And I was like, "Okay." And then they showed me like this armbar, and right. then I was hooked. I was like, "This is the shit!" Like <laughs> you getting it done on you, or are you doing it to someone? Me doing it to someone. Okay, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. So then after ever since then. You were, yeah. you were hooked. You were hooked. So four years ago, okay. So you found what's interesting is because I started younger. I think once you find it when you're older, you hold on to it. I think for a lifetime because unfortunately I don't train mm -hmm. in martial arts anymore. I would love to get back into it, but for you, do you see this being like a lifetime thing, like for, sure, yeah. in, for the rest of your life? And I did karate too as a kid. Okay. And uh, what kind of karate? Oh God, I don't remember. You don't remember? Don't you don't remember. remember if it was Kyokushin? That's what I did. It might have been. Yeah. Because that sounds familiar, but okay. I couldn't tell you, like, if you named another kind, I couldn't, okay. I wouldn't tell you. But I was, 
Apparently, I was really good, but according to my mom, according she says mom? I'm good at everything. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I hated it. It was such a chore to go. Mm. And I find now, like, I'm doing it on my own terms, and it's just, like, I'm obsessed, so. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, now one of my questions for you is competitions. Mm -hmm. So what was your first competition like? Because for the people that don't know how much you have to train for a competition, how many weeks, yeah. how many hours, Tell me what your training regimen was for when you're about to compete. It's different, and it's changed a lot. Like, my first tournament, I think I had trained for, like, two months. Two and months. And then I just jumped right in because um, it was jujitsu. Okay. Um, so the wor worst-case scenario, you tap out and you go home, right? It's not like you're <laughs> you're so. two months in jumping into a boxing fight, you're going to get knocked out, and right. it's, like, some severe damage, you know? Exactly. So I trained for two months, jumped right in, and I got I won my first fight. I don't know, like from a takedown, like one point. Okay. And then I lost uh, my second fight. So I didn't, I didn't medal, but it was like two months in, and I was like, this is. It's just like. You it's, actually it's an went to a competition two months in. Yeah. It's ballsy because a lot of people, they want to really make sure that they get the basics first. I feel like you're someone that. No, and says, I tell uh, people too. Like, you're just going to jump into the shit. Yeah, and I tell people too that come in, they're like, oh, I've been training for a year. I don't know if I'm ready. I'm like, you're never going to be ready. Until you actually Until jump you in. Until you do it. And the earlier the better because, like, you realize, like, oh, shit, I suck at this. And then you go train. So you're, like, that much ahead of someone at two months, let's say, who didn't compete. Right. You're, like, one step ahead of them. I see. It's, that's, like, jujitsu specific. I'm not recommending that you do yeah. like, a kickboxing fight <laughs> after no, two don't, months do, of Don't training. actually do that. Please do no. not actually do that. Because no. even in my style of what I used to do, we didn't hit to the face, which is one of the reasons in terms of punching mm -hmm. why I wanted to get into boxing mm -hmm. um, because we never punched, but we could knee and kick to the face. It's so a like when, when you training. get like it, I rem I remember going to full contact tournaments and I don't know if you've seen this when you're you know when you're waiting to fight mm -hmm. and this is before I did full contact. Um, I did semi contact because I think you have to be an adult to do full contact. And by the time I was 18, 19, I wasn't training like that anymore. Mm -hmm. But I think I was like 16 or something. And we were watching this fight and this guy's in our gym. And we're like, okay, you know, like, hopefully he does all right. He's a little older. He's, like, probably 40 at this time. Mm -hmm. Okay, the guy that he's fighting is, like, our age now, okay? He's, like, oh, in his prime, like, 23, 24. And he gets hit with a spinning kick, okay, to the head. It hit him, and he literally was, like, doing the stanky leg. Like, he literally was, like, leaning off stage, and then the fight was over. Is that, like... Of a fear in jujitsu because is jujitsu any striking or is it just mainly grips, holds, and it's and all it's so it's submission grappling. Submission grappling. And it, it's okay. mostly on the ground. So you start standing and then there's like a bit of wrestling, but it's mostly on the ground. And okay. the point is for to get your opponent to tap. So it's submission grappling. There's no okay. striking whatsoever. Okay. But not to say that you don't like accidentally get a few knees to the head sometimes, but that's not the goal. But one of the things I think is very different in submission grappling cardio okay so yeah okay fighting let's say on your feet for two minutes mm -hmm. okay even the best fighters in the world okay because how long do you fight for depends on the tournament rounds? formats okay. yeah but anywhere from like five to ten minutes okay okay so okay UFC round is like five minutes right yeah Every fighter or majority of fighters talk about how tiring it is mm -hmm. to be on the ground and to try to not get submitted mm -hmm. and you notice that Conor McGregor when he fought Khabib was exhausted. Yes, I mean, yeah. this guy was obviously drinking whiskey and doing like, <laughs> cocaine, but point being that when Khabib was done with him on the ground, he couldn't do anything anymore. He was yeah. absolutely gassed. So do you feel like 
cardio is the hardest part of grappling. Like that's the most tiring thing that is just trying to make sure that you don't get so tired that then they submit you. Yeah, I mean, the thing is like, I, I could grapple for like, like an hour straight and I, and I won't like I'll be tired but not like gasping for air you know mm-hmm. but I could go for like an hour and if you ask me to like kickbox or hit pads for an hour like, I probably couldn't do that I would be really tired mm. so it's like it's really specific type of cardio and like I'm not even a, I'm not even like the best long distance runner you know so it's very mm-hmm. specific type of cardio and I, I've picked up ways like when you first start people people exert like way more energy than they need to right so like an experience like once you get more experience you learn where to measuring your energy energy. yeah conserving yeah so i feel like maybe conor mcgregor who is more of a striker right who doesn't practice ground yeah clearly i want to know is your favorite part of martial arts just whooping ass i want to know because a lot of us we get in and your main thing, like you said, self-defense. Yeah. But, you know, it's <laughs> fucked up to say, but when you hurt somebody in a fight, you get this weird sense of this adrenaline, this confidence that, like, you f- imposed your will on somebody and yeah. they broke. Be honest. Is that, is that, think... is that what you love? Because I can already tell from your yeah. the grin on your face that that's what it is. I think, yes, but I, I love more doing that to men. Oh, <laughs> it's, but okay. Like, I and okay. I've, I've talked about this before, and we're I, going there, huh? All right. It's true, but I we have a lot of uh, white belt men who come in. And okay, the see, white belt kick the kick the shit out of the white belts. Yeah. do what you got to do. And to the white you know belts. they're assuming they're like I'm strong, and this little blonde girl. Oh yeah, I can't do shit. They like I don't look menacing or like right. intimidating, you know. And my favorite thing is their the look on their face. When they realize, like, oh, shit, this girl's for real. Like, she takes this seriously. I'm like, yeah, I fucking do. And my favorite thing is, like, tapping the, yeah, humbling grown-ass men. Yeah. Like, there's... Uh, okay, give me there's, a story. No, 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 give me a story. There's, give me give me Jimmy who came in on uh, some uh, PEDs. Jimmy and he, times 100. There's some every week. <laughs> All right, so give in. me Jimmy volume 22. Give me Jimmy volume 22. Sometimes guys just, like, I don't have a specific story because, honestly, okay. there's so many, but, like, it's There's like, not one guy who pissed you off, really, where you were like, "Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you to bed." There was, like, so, there was one guy that came in actually. And, there it is. All right, tell asked, the story. I asked him to, uh, or I think my friend asked him to roll, roll is like uh, to spar. Not and, a join, guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh no, fuck that! I don't want to get tapped out by a girl." Oh, there and, it is. There it is. And my friend went. She's like, "That's fucking sexist." Blah blah blah. blah. And then I ended up rolling with him uh, later on in the in the training and tapped him a bunch and we never saw him again no way oh he didn't come back see now that's soft well i know people that like you got to teach the white belts obviously because like especially when you're older you don't understand Mm -hmm. how the weight and someone's physicality doesn't really matter because it's about how you use your body Mm -hmm. so to give my equivalent of like you actually remind me of this girl who i used to train with kim Mm -hmm. shout out to kim uh, shout out, she's actually getting married. Shout out, Kim. Um, congratulations, yeah, Kim. Congratulations. <laughs> um, she used to do world tournaments, okay? And mm-hmm. she still trains, so world tournaments. And there was this guy in our class, massive, okay? Huge. And he actually wasn't a white belt. He came from another school, but mm-hmm. he had already trained for years, mm-hmm. okay? And he got paired up with Kim, who is skinny as a as a 
twig mm-hmm. th- couldn't weigh more than like 130, 40 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy's probably close to 200 pounds, probably more. And I she, love where this is going. She whooped his ass. Like, <laughs> she was right. kicking him in the leg. Mm-hmm. So we're watching because he, we knew how cocky he was, right? Mm-hmm. And we all knew he was going to lose, right? But we all had to, it's, it's, you know how it is in training, right? Especially in my style, where it's not there like we're like hyping it up mm-hmm. or like cussing. It's like we're very much like standing there trying to keep our composure because everyone's just sitting down. But for this time, we're all looking around like, this man is getting whooped like uh, whooped because yes, it's like you go, you go from person to person okay yeah. so it's like you know I'm sure you've done that where you do the exercise with one person then you move on to the mm-hmm. next person right so it's like two minutes of fighting and mm-hmm. then you move on to the next person so this was like he had to fight her a couple times and every time he fought her kicked him in the leg he's uh, like ah. like every time he gets hit and we were just there like dog he never ever tried to disrespect people ever again because he used to talk smack about yeah. the women's class and like it was it, that was my equivalent stories so I'm sure you must have felt amazing when I that think happened. me and Kim would be good friends I think you would <laughs> I think you would so you got upcoming competitions right uh yeah I'm not sure if I'm gonna do it yet because uh there's not a lot of girls that that signed up in the division. Mm. Jitsu is uh, illegal, actually, in Montreal. What? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean? So it's like, like competitions. Competitions, yeah, amateur but competitions. But why? I think it's like a. It was a political thing. Like there was different leagues trying to run tournaments at the same time. So now it's basically you just can't do it now. Yeah. Well, that's some shit. Amateur. So we have to travel to Plattsburgh to okay. compete mostly, which is it's kind of shitty, but it's not that far. Okay. Um. So for me, for it to be worth it, like I have to take off work, I have to like pay like the hundred fifty dollar entrance fee. Mm-hmm. Like there's got to be at least like three, four girls. Like I want to earn my medal, you know. For sure, I feel you. And so there was only like one or two girls that signed up already. So I'm gonna like it's be like a one round, and then there's like the who wins the silver medal type of deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do it. that. Yeah. You want a couple rounds. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So I'm gonna wait and see, like prolong it, and then if there's like three, four girls that sign up, then yeah, I'm gonna go. But it's November thirtieth. Okay, so yeah. it's very soon. Yeah. All right, so let's hope those girls sign up. But mm-hmm. if more girls sign up, so what's your training camp going to be like? Have you been training as if you were going, or are you feeling like... Yeah. Yeah? I, okay. I train all I train all the time, so it's not like I'm, I'm You're never... You're ever like, out of shape or anything. Yeah. Okay. But I have been, like, uh, lifting weights and, and kind of bulking, I guess, a little bit, so I'm not in the weight class that I used to be anymore. Mm. So that's going to... I'm not... I'm overcutting weight, to be honest. I've okay. done so many, like, horrible weight cuts, so... I think for this tournament, I'm just going to, whatever weight I'm at, I'm going to sign up in that division. And I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because I never had to do the cutting oh, or anything like that. For people that don't understand mm-hmm. what it's like to do the weigh-in and then have to cut weight, explain what that's like. Okay, so some tournaments, the weigh-in is the day of. And I've had tournaments where you literally, so you st- the scale is right beside the mat. And then, you get on the, and then you get on the mat. Step on the scale, get on the mat. Right, so they'll DQ you right there. Pretty if you're much. over, yeah. Yeah. And I've never been over, but it's it's brutal because there's I've the lowest I've ever fought at is 112 pounds. My 112. And that's like it's pretty small for for like for me. Okay, yeah, for sure. So is you're like not drinking water, you're running That laps. sounds like a, a weight that where you 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 sound dehydrated to me. You 100%. sound like you're like you sound like you're not in the weight that you're comfortable in. No. And that fight like I fought at uh actually the, I fought at 115, okay. and um, the the scale was, like, right next to the mat. And right. I was, like, the thing is they have a testing scale, so you could, like, see how much you weigh. Mm-hmm. But if you step on the official scale and you're 0.1 pounds over it's DQ. Over. Damn. 
So I'm like running laps in the hallway, try, like wearing a like sweater, yeah, and trying like to lose weight, trying to lose weight. And then I gotta step on the scale. Okay, you're good. And then you fight right away. And it's just like, damn, I'm over it, man. It's I'm dieting. Like I lost for that tournament. I specifically, I think I lost like twelve pounds in two weeks. It's I, not. I don't fun. think that that's sustainable. I feel like that's, I feel like that has long lasting effects, personally, for fighters that are fighting. It's not for good. years and mm-hmm. at the highest level, right? You've seen fighters like a perfect example. I don't know if you ever watched Manny Pacquiao versus um, Oscar De La Hoya. Mm-hmm. Okay, Oscar De La Hoya was so emaciated for the fight. He had to cut go down instead of when Floyd Mayweather fought him. When Floyd went up, mm-hmm. stop hating on Floyd. I know he's done some shit, but in mm-hmm. terms of fighting, this man is one of the all times, if not all time. Yeah. So. That was the difference in the fight because you saw Manny Pacquiao, who was a significantly smaller guy, but because Oscar De La Hoya had to cut weight, he looked like a skeleton walking around. Yeah. And I feel like that has long, long-term long effects. So I'm at the point now where it's like, if there's money on the line, I'll, I'll cut the weight. But right. for tournaments where I'm, I'm paying money to fight, I'm, nah, I'm overcutting the weight. Have you done any prize fighting yet? Yes. two. I've done two tournaments. Okay. Like uh, eight women brackets. Nice. And like the... The prizes were twenty five hundred and and twenty hundred or two thousand. Two thousand, okay. Yeah, two thousand, nice. and I didn't win the money, but like, okay, it's uh, to me it's worth it if there's that much money on the line. Oh, I'll yeah, cut the sure. weight, and I think I would do it in. How a did you? How did way. you? How did you feel you, you performed? Obviously, I know you'd want to win. Yeah. But like, what do you take away? Because obviously, you know what, you get stronger mm-hmm. after a loss. So, what did you learn? I actually did those two tournaments in uh, one weekend. So I fought on the Friday in one of them. It was an, an open weight. Okay. And then the day after on the Saturday, I was fighting in a 115. So 115. I was fighting again. I was cutting weight, fighting against girls who weren't, who okay. were really, really big. Open weight. So exactly, right? Any so, weight. so any weight. And I was cutting weight that day and for the t- for the next day. Damn. So I lost my first fight against this, uh, this girl who was a belt level above me. Okay. Uh, a good 30 pounds heavier than me. Damn. And ju- I feel like in, like, ground, when it comes to ra- grappling, 30 pounds, that's, like, that's like everything right yeah, there. Yeah, it's a big it's a big difference. And then the next day, um, I ended up, that, that one fight, I, w- I was winning, but okay. I was I had a leg lock, and I tore my meniscus mid-fight. Ooh. And then ended Did up You tore losing. your own meniscus yeah. during a, their leg lock? No, I was trying to like attack her, oh. and she got up in a weird way, and my knee just ah. like broke. Yeah, well, and that bro, was but... and that was the end of the that had to be the end of the fight. Well, there was a moment of like me being like, "Holy fuck!" There the goes pop, my... right? Because yeah. you fell. Yeah, for and sure. And then she grabbed my arm and. Yeah, that that that's the moment right there. I like limped off the mat, but damn, I was winning that fight, so. Well, that's a good. Well, no I feel money. like no money for me. <laughs> I feel like that's a motivating experience, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's some shit that, like, later on, like, if you become like the UFC, uh, if you're in the UFC Talk or some about shit, that story, yeah, yeah, you'll be like, you know, I remember when I tore my meniscus. <laughs> back, back I in, lost all back that money. 2019, I wanted 2,500. Now I'm fighting for 30 million yeah. or some shit. Oh fuck, that'd be nice. Is that your goal? Is that your so, goal? The UFC? Is that is that what you want to do? Do you want to fight professionally? Cause that's a that's a tall tale. That's yeah. a, you know you're putting a lot on the line. I think like by definition, I I kind of fight professionally now, like right. fighting for money, and I make money a lot of money off of well a lot like re- like enough money off of grappling, but just make it <laughs> no, not a lot at all, <laughs> but like a decent amount. But I've kind of let go of my my striking. 
Okay. Because I, uh, I got a really bad concussion and it scared the shit out of me. So I've kind of been letting that go. Concussions are the worst. It's how did that happen? You got a punch, you got a kick, knee, elbow. I was doing yeah, I was doing a Muay Thai fight and me at the time being more of a a boxer mm-hmm. like boxing style, I weaved really really low, like you would do in boxing. But in Muay Thai, there's kicks. Oh, you right? got caught with a knee for sure. So I basically hit her leg with my head. Yeah, you went right into it, and oh yeah. And everything went black. Went black. I kept fighting. Oh, you don't. don't rem- okay, don't so you were standing blackout and fighting. I okay. was fighting. Don't remember. The afterwards, I was talking to people. I like, I asked my boyfriend. I was like, "Where's my car? Did I drive here?" Like. But you don't remember any of this. No recollection. No. When did you come to? Like afterwards, we were sitting in a restaurant eating Chinese food, and I was like, "Did I win? Did I fight yet?" And what people we were like, what, "What? What are you talking about?" Yeah, I was oh, like, what the hell? Did you drive after and you don't remember driving? No, I didn't drive. Okay, okay. Okay, good, good, good. But then I lost, like, it was really bad. I lost, like, cog- like cognitive functions almost. Like, I would, I couldn't go downstairs. And even now, like, I have trouble going downstairs. Mm. But I can go up fine. Okay, you can go up fine. And I Okay, so you're telling me that you need me to help you down the stairs after. Okay, because they say there are four flights. Okay, I see how you snuck that in. Okay, it's I will It's getting help you. better, but, like, <laughs> fuck. I, yeah, I was really fucked up. My God, and how long until, obviously, like you're saying, you're still feeling some of the effects, but until you were ready to go back and train again, because that t- it takes a long time to yeah. just get mentally prepared, even if you're, so, I guess, cleared to get back in there and, like, get risk, because now you're more prone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I I think I took, like, something ridiculous, like, a week and a half. <laughs> He's crazy. Yeah. You're funny. I and took, then... it was ridiculous. I took, like, a week and a half. I was yeah. expecting you, like, you know, I took, like, two months off to really no, get no, my no. mind straight. No. You didn't take any time off. No, I know. It was bad. Yeah, it was bad. But even now, like, I feel my head being prone. Like, I'll... I'll fall a weird way on the mat, and I'm like, "Fuck! I have a headache. I need to stop for Damn. today." So be careful. Striking for me is a, yeah. You know what? I have to Honestly, let that go. after saying yeah, after doing all that, like, and hearing that, you should probably not do. You know what? Do all the more. Do all the choking you want. Okay. Yeah, that's stick why. to choking. It's more sustainable. And it's more sustainable. It's safer because it's great. We're talking about it's safer to get choked up than get <laughs> knocked out, bro. Yeah. But, <laughs> but facts, though. facts though. So the big difference in taking an elbow to the face or a knee to the face and risk, you know, complete brain damage. And, you know, you get choked out, mm-hmm. you wake up and you're like, all right, let's go get Chinese. So and it's not to say that I'm, I'm in great shape now. Like my hips are a mess. My knees are fucked. Like, but martial arts does that. All the clicking. Yeah. I heard you clicking a little <laughs> bit. Yo, the clicking. It's unreal. I still have that. My knees, yeah. my shoulders. We're not going to do a whole clicking set for you guys, okay? But, you <laughs> know, it's... Make a song. Yeah, make a... Actually, because, like... Okay, I'll do one click. That oh. was, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my, my shoulders are ruined. My shoulders are ruined. Oh, my God. Uh, so many push-ups over the years. From the time I was five years old, right? From the time I was five years old, I was doing karate. So, like, I mash oh. up. Like, mash up. I just remember doing physio when I was... Because I have popping tendons in my, my hips. I'm not getting up for, to do that for you guys. But... That started when I was like 13, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it messed up my boys' growth because <laughs> I used to train with these super tall dudes. And my boys, my best friends, we became black belts together. But, yo, it fucked up how they were growing because, like, of course, the way, like, they were so <laughs> uncoordinated and they were growing awkward and it was brutal. I remember, like, still to this day, we talk about that. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second, we got someone back in the middle. Sorry, Louise, I'm in the middle of recording. Do you mind uh, if I talk to you afterwards? Okay, but is Brian here? That's he is here. He is here. 
He's uh, he should be in his office. No, he's not there. Oh, well then, he, then, then he must have left. Okay, thank you. I, excuse me. No, no problem. Don't worry about it. No problem. Don't worry about it. That was Louise. All right, guys. We got a featuring Louise. I'll throw her into the into the title. All right. So, back on track. Don't even remember what though. Fucked up about. their groin. Yes, that's right. My oh yeah, my injuries. That's right. So my groin. Yes, my groin absolutely destroyed. But I think it was the greatest thing that I think I've probably ever done in my life. To be completely honest with you, because even though I don't train anymore, mm-hmm. I think I apply almost all of the lessons that I learned from martial arts in real life. In real life. Yeah, 100%. I was a shithead kid because of my ADHD. Mm-hmm. And my parents were like, listen, they threw me into soccer. I'm picking dandelions. Like, I'm just not paying attention. They're like, mm-hmm. we need to give him something mm-hmm. that's going to focus him. They put me in karate. And shout out, Sensei John. Love you, Sensei John. He literally became, like, another role model, another almost father figure for me. Yeah. Because he taught me discipline. And mm-hmm. he taught me how hard that you have to work to be good, to be great at something. Mm-hmm. And I still stick by that, you know? And I feel like... That's something that you have probably experienced. Do you feel that you apply the things that you've learned in martial arts every single day? Yeah, 100%. And it's like, I remember up until I was 18, I was playing soccer, and I used to get so, like, emotionally competitive, and I would I would get, Punch like, a bitch? No. But it's true. Like, you would, I would start playing dirty when we were losing, and oh, it's just, Oh, okay. Like, you're, at least you're going to admit it. So you're like that girl yeah. on video who, like, pulls ponytails. Red cards all the time. Like, horrible. And then I started, like doing jujitsu you and martial arts my god yeah. i did <laughs> and well, not only is it like an outlet for me to like exu- beat people up yeah but it's also like humbling because mm-hmm. it's your like it's your body against another person's body there's no excuse and your you mind know? yeah so and your mind it's really humbling to be like choked by someone I, right. I can i can imagine like it must be really humbling for guys to be choked out Oh yeah, but or or it's completely emasculating, and then you can't, and then you can't look yourself in the mirror anymore, like this guy that left. Ugh, that guy. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. realistically, it should be more of just a moment where you realize, like we talked about before with our big friend there and mm-hmm. Kim, it humbled him and made mm-hmm. him realize that it makes you better. Mm-hmm. It just makes you better. Like I'm sure people would be shocked to hear that. What like you wrestle against men or mm-hmm. like I fought women? Be like, bro, you used to like beat up women, bro. Like. Bro, sometimes the the women beat you up, dog. Mm-hmm. Like it happens, you know. As as crazy as it is, like you will fight, and like these women are training. Like we're talking world class fighters, mm-hmm. okay? Oh, any female world class fighter can knock out a guy that doesn't train. There's no, oh, he doesn't, 100%. he doesn't stand a chance. He doesn't stand that a chance. Otherwise. He doesn't stand a chance. He will literally get obliterated because it's not about the weight or anything like that. It's about mm-hmm. how to throw. You've seen street fights. No one can throw a punch. No. no one can throw a punch and then forget about it if you know how to choke somebody out or get him in a hold because mm-hmm. then you get him in the hold and there you're like dude tap break the arm fight's over I can't even tell you how many guys have come up to me who don't who don't train like it's like a pickup line almost like how long do you think it would take you to tap me out or like, <laughs> or like there's no way you could tap me out like Chad I could tap you out he would be a Chad <laughs> like it, it's not even a question and I find it offensive too that like pe- like men assume that because they're men, they think they could tap me out. Like, I train every single day. Yeah. I don't know. It's offensive almost. Or it is offensive. But I want to tell you, even just as a guy who did it, mm-hmm. I've gotten that. 
as well in terms of bro That's what's true. what's karate gonna do and i understand in terms it's different in terms mm-hmm. of the women thing but like i'll tell you a great story where no names will be mentioned but like i have not been in a lot of street fights i've been in one fight mm-hmm. okay one fight because that's what I, my teacher always taught me i'm sorry sensei um <laughs> he taught me always to not fight unless it's self-defense that's what he yeah, taught me that initiate. was do not initiate mm-hmm. i was at a party and you know we're getting lit obviously and this guy, he's talking, he's talking shit all night, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, bro, man, I heard you do karate. You, you know, black. He's bigger than me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not, you're not a black. A little bigger than me, you know. But like in terms of, he's a strong guy, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're not a black belt. I'm like, you know, whatever, bro. Like, you know, think what you want. Hour goes by, two hours go by. So that's like many drinks later. I'm in the kitchen. And this guy, this is while someone's getting their ear pierced, by the way, with a needle. So this party was just all over the place, all over the place. Don't, don't get me started. So. This guy comes up the stairs and goes, bro, you're not a black belt. After this is like another two hours of him doing this, I could kick your ass, bro. So I lose it. I turn to him. I'm like, let's go outside. I like take off my jacket. I'm like, oh, let's go outside. You start so, making popcorn. So we go outside. <laughs> now there's like six, seven, eight people watching, right, on the lawn. So I'm like, okay, let's go. So like we're standing there. And he's throwing harder punches than I expected. So I'm like gauging him at first. I'm like, oh, man, this guy's actually like throwing hard punches i'm like i can't let this go long at all but i don't want to like seriously damage this guy on the front lawn Mm -hmm. so he throws a bad punch i just sweep his leg i pin his arms above his head and i crack him in the ribs like eight nine times and i'm like we done he's like yeah we're done we're done pick him up and since then we've been boys (laughs) have you ever had to do that in the in the streets have you ever not succumb to somebody being like, oh, I know that you can't, you can't put me in an arm bar. You can't yeah. choke me out. I've like, tapped out a couple of friends at a party once. There you go. There you go. <laughs> As in they didn't believe you or they wanted to, to see well, if you could do it? I think more they wanted to test themselves against me. And this was a long time ago. I was a I beginner. Think a, I think a blue belt. At okay. The time, so like baby blue belt. Yeah. Okay. At the time. Okay. And men or women. Who was it? it yeah. It was two of my friends. They're, they're men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why is this not on video? That'd have been a viral video. That'd have been a viral video. Barstool Sports. But I've only had to use it once, like in terms of actual defense. Okay, so tell me about that. Um, I was just like, it's like a, a sad reality though, but like a lot of women often get attacked. And uh, I was in Europe traveling, and and this guy like managed somehow. It was a stupid mistake, but he managed to isolate me from my friends, mm. and then he he like grabbed me. And so I got, like, you, I talk shit all the time, like, oh, if that would have ever happened to me, I would have punched him, I would have right. done this crazy move and submitted him, he would have been unconscious, would have been, like, a big heroic moment. Uh, but when it actually happened, I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Right. So, like, I got, I just got, like, an arm in front and, create like, created distance, something that's, like, a very basic thing, but, like, not a lot of people would know how to do or right. feel confident to do. And there was, like, this look on his face because I, I pushed him back. And like there was this look on his face, like oh, I wasn't really expecting her to be that strong, or mm. like, and then I just kind of ran away. Wow. And like it wasn't even really jujitsu per se, but it was more like the confidence that jujitsu gave me. Well, it was instinctual. It was the yeah. type of thing where you didn't even think about it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it happened, and then your instinct was to just get your arms up, and that yeah, probably and had him, period. and that probably had him like, because he probably even noticed how instinctual it was, right? Mm-hmm. To have you already in a defensive you were already in a defensive position Mm -hmm. so luckily thank god you were able to do that and nothing happened but that's one of the big things you know i i think that 
all kids should do martial arts. I think it's all one women of too. yeah, and I think anybody can benefit from it because it's so like you just said, unless you are, it becomes like nature, like breathing. Mm-hmm. When you say, "Oh, I'll get when I get into a fight," if you've ever been in a real fight, like a real fight lasts like five seconds. Mm-hmm. It's like five to ten seconds. One hit, it's over, and it's important to not freeze up. Because that one second that you freeze up, it can mean your life. Mm-hmm. It can mean the difference between you getting home and not getting home. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just one of the most important things for people to not go out there and be like, oh, I'm going to go train because I'm sure you've got that. People come in just because they want to hurt people. They just want to yeah, train because they want to use it and use it for, I, I don't want to say like for evil, mm-hmm. but like it's like a, it's almost like a superpower. And you shouldn't just because you've learned all those things go out onto the street and use it against people, which is why I got pissed at Conor McGregor for punching that old man. Like, dude, who are you? You're a lethal weapon, and Mm. you punched an old man in the face. Mm. You're literally a lethal weapon, and that old man's a baller because he Mm. he didn't even flinch. He looked at you like, man, I've been hit by people like twice as big as you, you know? Yeah. So, like, I feel like you agree with that sentiment that everybody should at some point kind of dabble in it. Yeah, and I've been, like, using my skills I guess you could say to like teach I've been teaching a lot of classes specifically for women Mm -hmm. and stressing how important it is that people learn how to defend themselves like especially now it's it's crazy how much girls are are getting attacked and so that's the main thing that I teach the girls that I that I train just like it's not necessarily about the moves like you'll learn the moves but once you learn the moves it's the confidence Mm -hmm. that you have in yourself to like be able to defend yourself because I find like a sad thing is that a lot of girls don't know what to do and so they don't really fight back Mm -hmm. so that's what I've been helping like the girls that I train with and I think it's it's so important it's I can't even stress how important it is it's I couldn't say it better myself Mm -hmm. so guys I think we're gonna wrap it up right there I think we did a pretty good job selling you on (laughs) doing martial arts so guys thank you for tuning in to the 26th official episode of the booth Alyssa thank you for coming in being so honest being so open about telling some of your experiences and uh, I bet you can't submit me (laughs) 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 Uh, okay we're about to get into a fight talk to you guys soon